Sunday Showfly Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Carmen. Got the co-host here, Aaron Downtown Brown. Hey, hey. So, uh, how was your Thanksgiving there, buddy? Uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, I definitely got a, had a full belly <laughs> over over the holidays. Uh, you know, I, I think I went to a couple different Thanksgivings, so that's always fun. Uh, oh yeah, ver- variety of different plates. So that that was definitely nice. Uh, how about yours? It was excellent. I think the anytime I can eat a bunch of food and watch the Cowboys lose, it's like <laughs> it's about yeah. as good as it gets for me. Yeah, that, that so. must have been nice. <laughs> I know you weren't you weren't necessarily happy because you you hate the Raiders. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the other side. Yeah, the Raiders, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's all right. Sweet. It's all right. They're still. Uh, I still don't believe in them the whole year. So it, they can win they're, here and there. They're like Jekyll and Hyde. That team. It's kind of. They really weird. are. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll get into it uh, on your told you so's, right? So, um, I got one big told you so, and it wasn't even the Thanksgiving games. It was, if everyone remembers my hot take from last week, it was bet the Michigan Wolverines uh, to beat. Ohio State. Now, if anyone, anyone took that advice, they would have won themselves some good cash. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm going Michigan Wolverines beating Ohio State. That was my big told you so. Yeah, no, that, that, that was a big uh, big call. Uh, I mean, you ca- you definitely called it. Everyone, you know, everyone heard you. Big game. Um, you know, they kind of just bullied Ohio State, really. So, um, yeah, that was definitely had to be exciting, especially if you're a uh, Wolverines uh, fan as well. So had to be fun. You know, usually that that game goes the other way around. Um, but yeah, that that had to be a nice feeling. So, yeah, you kind of had a good uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> weekend holiday um, for me. Uh, just going going over the Thanksgiving games. I, I had two told you so's. Um, I had Hunter Renfro. Uh, he had eight receptions it went for 134 yards 24 almost 25 points um but you know big time told you so there especially helped with that waller went out um, my number two was cedric wilson he was only 3500 he went um seven for 104 and scored 20 points as well so good uh good value there uh, i think uh, i think he's making a name for himself to fill in for gallup next year yeah yeah those are both uh Solid picks end up being. I didn't like Wilson, but I did like uh, Renfro. You know, he continues to get that the looks. So uh, that was a good call. So uh, we'll get into it. Uh, bullish buys here. People don't know what that means. Uh, bullish buys are basically. Yeah, guys- actually, actually, uh, if you don't mind, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Just, just real quick, I do want to have one quick little topic that we touched okay. on earlier in the season. I know throughout the season we've, you know, we've given, you know, we've given like nuggets to go by different like strategies and whatnot. I think I had hinted on it last week um, that this is a time of DraftKings season though. You got to start like, don't gravitate all to um, all the stats and the rankings that you're seeing on the players. Cause right now this is what I like to call like playoff momentum. So like, there's going to be a lot of matchups that you say, oh, I can't go against the second best defense or third best defense. But if it if it's got a game that's like playoff implications and whatnot, like you got to take some seasonal statistics out of the equation here. So that's going to be, a, you know, I'm going to hit on it here and there 
um, later on in the episode, but um, that's going to be like a do for me, like especially after midseason and you got all these playoff pushes, you got to take that in consideration, in my opinion. Yeah, I, uh, I'm like 50-50 there with, with you. Um, I think that you should look at guys on teams that are making playoff runs um, because you know they're going to play. Um, however, for example, like I still wouldn't like say run start a running back against the Bucks defense. That's just that that's where I'm at with it. Like, yeah. Um, oh yeah. There's definitely like I think like the um the uh, the obvious stats. You know, like pass defense, Bucks rush defense. Some that you know some stats aren't going anywhere. You know, but um some games like you saw like with the the Bengals and Steelers you know you know think oh you know kind of scared with the Steelers defense but no Bengals came out roaring you know there's going to be like more matchups like that this year especially like now they're starting to you know towards the end of the season they kind of do that on purpose to have more division matchups as well so there's going to be a lot more on the line so it you got to throw on that factor a little bit so you got to kind of look at like that angle Vegas odds, a little bit of statistics, but definitely bring it into your thinking when you're looking at the game. I'm not saying like go strictly by like the playoffs, but you definitely got to now start thinking about it a little bit. So well, I just I, wanted I, to bring that up. Yeah, no, I, I, to piggyback off of that point, the other part of that too is like you got to be careful with guys on teams who aren't going to make the playoffs, right? Like uh, someone like, uh, you know, it, Saquon Barkley, for example, right? Right. Swift. Uh, how, you know, DeAndre Swift. Like, those guys are going to be on extremely short leases. And uh, it's because we, everyone knows the team's not making the playoffs. And you got to be careful if there's like a young guy behind an older guy who might possibly start getting more looks because the team wants to see what they got in the future. So right, uh, right. I, th- that's Good the other point. part of it too. You got to look at as well. So Good like, you, you know, your AJ green, he's on a playoff team, so you don't have to worry about him. But you know, if he was a team that wasn't a playoff team, then you start worrying about the guy behind him. Um, right. So that's also something to look at. Like Brevin, Brevin Jordan of the Texans, like, you know, they, they start looking at like Atkins was their tight end all the air. And then, they started just making them inactive to say, "Hey, let's see what what we got some with some of our young guys," because you know, obviously Texans are like trying to build for the future and whatnot. So that's also a perfect example of guys that like, hey, they sat their veteran and they started a rookie, twenty one years right. old. Hey, and he got a touchdown. You know, so definitely, you know, I agree with that too. Yeah, you got to be on the watch out with the other end of the spectrum. All right, yeah, uh, good, good, good point, Aaron. I like it. Um, so we'll get into bullish buys. Um, basically, what that is is those who don't know, we'll recap it real quick. It's you know guys we like in your DraftKings lineups this week, and we know they're expensive, but we're real bullish on them, right? So uh, I'll kick it off. Uh, my two bullish buys this week are Jonathan Taylor, ninety-two hundred uh, versus Houston. I know that's expensive. However, they did not run the ball that much last week. Why? Because they were playing the Bucks. Um, so I expect him to get right back to running the football this week. And, uh, Houston is, uh, medi- middle of the road run defense. I think Taylor explodes and has a big day. So I like Jonathan Taylor at 9,200. My number two bullish pie, Justin Jefferson, 
8,200. Minnesota at Detroit. This is a scenario where I think uh, they're just going to huck the ball all over the field, and Jefferson's probably in for one of those infamous 10 catches, buck 60, one or two touchdown type of days. So those are my two bullish buys. Yeah, I like them. Um, not going to disagree with either one of those. I mean, Taylor's like an obvious pick. Um, it's funny. I was like, <laughs> I was like betting he was going to be in your lineup. So I like, he also is in my lineup, but I intentionally didn't want to bring him up so I can bring up two other guys. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I definitely like Taylor this week as well. And yeah, Jefferson, you know, with Cook out, I mean, he's he's their their number one weapon. Um, Thielen had a great week last week. You know, a combination of matchup slash um, talent um, slash odds. You know, with Thielen having that good good week last week. Um, yeah, I like Jefferson as well. So, um, yeah, my two bullish buys. I'm going um, number one quarterback, uh, sixty seven hundred. I'm going Justin Herbert against uh, Cincinnati. So this is one where, you know, kind of going back to that playoff theme, I think a lot, I think, I think this has a uh, shootout written all over it. I mean, the over is 50 points. Um, I like the over in that game. I, I really think it might go back and forth. I like the matchups, even though Cincinnati does have a good defense. I like um, the Chargers wide receivers against uh, Cincinnati's corners, um, you know, with Allen and Williams. So I like Herbert here. Um, you know, the la- three out of four of his last games, he's went over 300 yards. And for DraftKings, that's that's big. I mean, if you get, you know, um, he's also averaging like 25 points per game. But if you kind of like think about it, if you throw over 300 yards, that's 12 points there. DraftKings gives you another three points for going over 300 yards. There's 15 points right off the bat. He's done it three out of four games. Um, he throws – Let's say like two TDs that takes you up to twenty three points and rushes for like twenty yards. There's there's your twenty five. Like that's literally how he's getting these twenty five points per game, um, how it's averaging out to that, and that's like kind of his normal performance here. You know this season. So I like him here. He's kind of like under the radar playing top tier. You know top 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 five quarterback. He had a, I think a dud against the Vikings a couple weeks back, but. Um, other than that, I definitely like Herbert in that game. Um, number two, this is probably one of my cheapest bullish buys of the season, 5,700. Um, but I'm going to be bullish on with him. First time I've brought his name up all year. Uh, I'm going to go Antonio Gibson here. All right. So 5,700 Antonio Gibson playing against the Raiders. Um, he went 29 rushes for 111 yards. He caught seven receptions for 35. Um, definitely is back into shape. You know, I don't even want to read the word shin injury anymore. I think he, he's definitely proven he's fully healthy, past the, uh, you know, shin, you know, excuse. Um, he's looking good, running good. McKissick's out. Washington also has Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel back. So their offense is like, in the position to make a groove also have those playoff implications as well. So there's a lot of like formulas out there that I like with this, but um, I think, I think Gibson is just going to get more involved, especially with McKissick out. Like he's going to, it's going to help him so much where now he's going to be getting more uh, passes thrown to him. So he's my second bullish buy. Yeah. I, uh, I like Gibson. I mean, 
I own him. He's in my keeper league. I own him in my my keep my PPR keeper league, and he he has done nothing up until last week. So my team is now crawling out of the doldrums, trying to make the playoffs in the sixth seed, uh, thanks to Gibson not being good all year. But I like him now. He looks good. Um, Herbert's been good. I just I'm a little bit leery with him. On the road, right? It's in the, it's at Cincy, right? Right. So yeah, if you look at his splits, like he he tends to play down a little bit on the road. I mean, since he's gonna force him to throw the ball because they're gonna they can score on everybody. But um, it could be one of those weird games where Eckler has a, a good day, um, and and Herbert has you know an average day. Um, but I definitely like I like Gibson. A lot more than I do Herbert uh, of the two. Fair, fair. Um, so, uh, Aaron, you want to explain too deep what, what that means? Yeah, yeah. So, too deep. Uh, we're just talking defenses there. Um, I get two. Carmen will give two. Um, you know, first one's usually the one that's in our first initial lineup. Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely just, you know, each given our two choices for the – for all of you listeners to really pick and on, you know, if you do multiple lineups, you can kind of switch it up, pick one of our four, or sometimes we agree on them. Uh, we we're about to find out if we agree on a couple defenses here, but um, yeah. Uh, you want me to go first? Sure. Kick it off. All right. Yeah, I'll kick it off. So expensive top defense of the week. I'm going 4,000. One of the, you know, that's usually up there in prices um, with defenses, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with them. Uh, I'm going Rams against Jacksonville. Um, you know, <laughs> we kind of joke. We use this quote a lot. Like, you know, they are who we thought they were, but the Rams are not who we thought they were <laughs> this year. With different games where we thought they're a lot better. You know, they they should they need to be playing a lot better than what they have been. Um, to me, this is a confidence game. Um, it's it's one where good teams, you know, need these like games to kind of like uh, you know. Um, beat up on the other team. I think this is one of those times kind of get everybody's like swagger back. What was that <laughs> happened with the chiefs uh, against the Packers? They brought back that old viral video. I think I got my swagger back. <laughs> I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. So, uh, <laughs> so I think this is a swagger back game uh, for the Rams. I, I like him. It's top dollar 4,000, but I like him there. Um, yeah. Yep, going Rams. All right, yeah. And who's your who's your so the Rams? Guess what? I got the Rams too. Four thousand. Okay. I'm not starting them, but uh, you look. Jacksonville's offense is horrible. I mean, other than other than uh, James Robinson, what else are you really worried about? Right? I mean, right. So, I mean, if the Rams, with all the talent they got on defense, can't game plan to shut down James Robinson. Well, then they, they better not even just play. They might not even make the playoffs because this is, this is, this is one of those, as we, as we call it, this is a a get healthy game, right? Where it's like, you know, you're playing a team that you should just beat up on. And so like, you should go out there, stomp them uh, from the start of the game to the end. And uh, everyone gets in a good mental space and feels good about themselves. Right. They've been struggling a little bit. So I actually love the Rams as well. Um, yeah, I got them as my number two bullish buy. So, um, my number one bullish buy, I'm going cheap. 
I'm going uh, 2,700. And we can back up the home of us right now. Because <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with the big blue wrecking crew. I'm going with the Giants defense at Miami. That offense does not scare me. Their strength is passing. The Giants' strength is pass defense. If you're a one-dimensional team, the Giants will, will do well against you. And this is another team I feel is like Miami is a one-dimensional team. They really don't have much of a running game. The Giants are going to game plan to shut down uh, Waddell and Gusecki, and that's that's it. I like the Giants' D, 2,700. They're going to get double digits this week in points. Yeah, no, th- this is funny when we do this. Uh, I love when it works out like this. So I chose the same game, but I went the other way. It kind of takes me back, like, to I think like week one or two when I was high on Miami. Um, I did think about going Giants. I, I was leaning that direction, but then I thought, you know what? Like, as much as I, per- I actually personally want the Giants to start doing better on offense, but we haven't really seen it. Um, Tony's banged up. He's also not like doing everything that everybody had hoped for. Same with Barkley. Jones, you know, you keep hoping for him to bring back that Saints game. Um, so I started looking at the other side of the ball. I'm like, man, like Miami's rolling right now. You know, they're they're who I thought they were back in week one, where I know that they they had that secondary talent. Um, and then the defensive line's actually playing so much better. They're they're um, stopping, you know, goal line plays. They're 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 definitely stepping up. That D line is the key to that, you know, the the talent of that secondary we talked about in the past. So I actually went the other way. I went thirty three hundred Miami, um, but I am going to kind of go back to the whole game in general. It's the lowest point spread, so I do actually feel that both defenses are a good choice. You know, even though I'm with Miami, you can go Giants too because I feel like there's going to be some defensive plays, turnovers, sloppy play. Um, so I went the other way, but then I'm also not like being up on you too bad for going Giants as well because I think it's a defensive game. Listen, uh, Glennon's starting this week, so watch out. Woo! <laughs> so are you, are you on my uh, – um, I'm telling you that he'll do set? better than Daniel Jones. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> As a, as a Giants okay. fan, Glennon's starting this week. Watch out. He's going to have a good game. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right <laughs> now. He's going to He's gonna have a good game. He's, <laughs> uh, the Giants are going to win that game like 24 to 14. Like that. Yeah. I will say he may have a neck up on him. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, sorry. That, that was a bad joke. So, like, he, he's kind of right. like – Joked about to have like the like longest neck in the league. <laughs> well, Daniel Jones's injury is his neck. That's his uh, that's his neck injury. Oh wow, that he, that's even more uh, quirky of a joke. Yeah. Then it works yeah. out. <laughs> so yeah, you went Miami. I mean, I mean, that's one of those games. Like, if you want to do a captain game, I I actually don't think it's a bad idea to put both defenses in there. Right. You know what I mean? Because that you you put both defenses, in there, you can like pretty much start. Every Gasecki, Waddle, Barkley, you know, you right. can start everybody pretty much. So yeah, that's a good idea. That might be a fun. That actually might be a fun captain game to do. That's true. Um, yeah, I may I may do that. All right, so uh, pick six. That's our next topic here. So the pick sixes, uh, we'll get into that. These are like your value plays. These are the guys that we like. 
who uh, we think we think are you know going to score you top tier points, but at value prices, right? So I'll give you three. Aaron will give you three. These ones we don't typically agree on all the time. Sometimes we do, um, but we usually uh, because we're generally scraping the barrel on some of these guys. We uh, we generally don't like each other's picks. So I'll I'll kick I'll kick it off with my number one. I'm gonna go uh, lowest. I'm gonna go highest price to lowest. So my number one uh, pick sick this week is uh, T Y Hilton at Houston, forty four hundred. Um, look, I mean, I really don't like Houston's pass defense. I mean, I really don't like Houston's defense at all. Um, and when I was looking at wideouts at that price, cause I, cause of the, the way I just set up my lineup, he was probably the best guy at that price point. So I was like, you know what? He got like six targets last week. They're still targeting him. I know Pittman's still the number one guy there, but this could be one of those games where he gets a touchdown and like 60 yards and for 4,400, that's all you really need at that price. Yeah, no, I I like Hilton now that he's back and healthy, um, kind of giving him a spark. I mean, looking back at that Colts-Buccaneers game, I mean, it was the Colts game to lose that game. I mean, uh, you know, they had that muff punt. I think Wentz fumbled it. But, yeah, I mean, looking back, I think Hilton got a touchdown in that game too. So um, I like him coming back, and I think – I think he historically does tremendous against the Texans. Like, I think he's had some of his best games of his career against them. He's played them all of his career. So, um, yeah, I like it. I like Hilton, especially for that price point. Like you said, I, I saw him down there. Not not a bad choice. for He's like, what was he, like in the 4,000 range or something? 40, yeah, 4,400. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'm going 4,300 uh, running back here. Uh, one of my disclaimer picks that I, I say every once in a while um, – I'm going Sony Michelle with the Rams uh, for the reason that I, it looks like Henderson has a quad injury and um, you know, that those don't always come up, but just think of a quad injury, like hamstrings injury. I don't believe he's going to start or play um, especially because I believe they have a bye the week after two playing a, an easier team. So they keep watching it, but I think they're going to bench Henderson and Sony might get the start. Um, but I like stacking. Remember, we talked about that or week one as well. Like we talk about stacking quarterbacks and wide receivers. I love stacking. Like if you can get your defense really good and then compound it with uh, the starting running back in that game, um, you know that means hey, you're going to stop the other team and you're going to run the ball. Um, that happens. Like you're setting yourself up like with two spots. So I like stacking the defense with the running back here. I think Sony Michelle. Um, you know, can easily score in that game, um, pretty, you know, pretty easily. So um, that's why I went with him. Obviously, check the injury wire. We'll, we'll try to keep people updated, you know, on social media as well. But um, I like Sony here. Yeah, I don't like I don't like Sony yet. I mean, the only reason why I'm, I don't like him is because Henderson had the quad injury last week and he still played the whole game. So, I mean, unless it gets worse. I don't see him taking a back seat. So, I mean, it could be one of those games, though, where, like, Sony could end up getting value, at like, at toward the second half because the Rams have got the game so blown open and they're just trying to run the clock out and then they're going to rest Henderson and give Sony the ball. 
So like 4,300, it could be one of those things where like the first half you're regretting that you picked Sony Michelle, but then the second half, you know, the Rams are up 35 to zip and he's just chunking them, getting garbage points. So it's not a horrible pick, especially if Henderson doesn't play. It's a, it turns out to be a great pick. I just know that Henderson had the quad issued last week. He still played. Um, yeah. So no, definitely, definitely watch it. I mean, it could be because they played the Packers last week and they're like thinking they really needed him. But they yeah. do that all the time with hamstring injuries. Like you saw that with um, Hopkins this year in Arizona. Like he tried to play through a couple games and then he was out like three weeks, three or four weeks. So they make like the wrong decisions with those two. Um, but definitely watch it. But no, I, I get you there, um, especially if Henderson plays. But we'll, we'll try to keep people updated there. Well, I'll be especially watching it because I have Henderson in my dynasty league. So. Oh, that's right, you do. Which, which, by the way, he's going to become irrelevant in another two weeks because Cam Akers is coming back. Right. So, um, all right. So my number two pick six. Like I said, I'm going by price. So I went uh, T Y at forty four. My next one is uh, forty two hundred. Deshaun Jackson. That's right. I'm going old school, brother. Look, they're playing the Redskins, who continue to still give up big plays in the passing game. The Redskins are 30th ranked against uh, wide receivers and DraftKings. Here's the other thing. They've, they're like the third – they've given up the third largest amount of deep balls in the league. Third largest amount of deep balls in the league. I don't know if anyone watched that Thanksgiving game, but Deshaun Jackson can still burn. I don't know if anyone was paying attention. I know he's old, but that dude can still burn. And no Walla, they're going to have to get him more involved. And I think that Deshaun Jackson against that that defense, who, by the way, he traditionally kills anyways, <laughs> is the Redskins. Yeah. So I, uh, I actually liked him a lot at this price at 4200 He could have one of those crazy two-touchdown 110 yards for three catches type of days. <laughs> but uh, that I'm going to Sean Jackson, 4,200. Yeah, Jackson, uh, I don't know. Like, he's one where he's like a true definition anymore of a boomer bust guy. Like, he could do what you're saying, and he could have like that 70-yard bomb. But he's also not the guy that's going to get you those like PPRs all the time, like those little slant routes you know, um, out routes and stuff like that, that like build up as well. So if he doesn't get that big play, like he can give you a big fat goose egg. So I don't usually like those guys unless I've like got a huge hunch against it or I'm like really, you know, um, scraping as we say, or just got, like I said, just really trying to bet on that big play. Um, to me, it's a little bit of a risk. So, I personally would stay away from it, but I like your logic. Waller's out. Um, you know, Renfro gets targets over the middle. You know, that leaves Jackson for the deep ball. So, um, can happen. Not going to – you know, I don't want to talk too much about it because you could be right, but I'm guessing you're going to be wrong. <laughs> um, so, for my second pick, um, I'm going 4,000. Uh, Logan Thomas. So I feel, you know, we've talked about that 4,000 range is pretty good for like an elite tight end or, you know, a good tight end in the league. Um, Logan Thomas is back. Um, he had six targets. He was only behind 
in targets uh, to McLaren and my my and my boy uh, Gibson with seven targets. So um, definitely involved again, back, you know, right back at it in the passing game. So um, I, I'm actually going to Reds or two Washington players um, in that game, Gibson and Thomas, which they're like leading in targets. Um, so you know, I like it. Obviously, I told you why with Gibson, but um, I like getting Logan Thomas back into the scene. Um, you know, I think he can score as well. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you hate the Raiders, so. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> this is really, I mean, I don't have to be much of a detective to, to figure this out. Um, <laughs> no, I don't mind Logan Thomas. He's back. Uh, their offense is predicated on, like, run the football and hit the tight ends over the middle. So, uh, and and then make make the teams pay over the top with McLaren when they – you know, sell out to stop the run. So I actually, I like Logan Thomas. Um, I actually was considering putting him in my lineup, but I did not, but I had him in there briefly, but I was trying to uh, shake things around because I got an honorable mention that I I'll talk about after we're done with the pick sixes. Um, so uh, my, my third pick six here, I'm going tight end as well, um, but I'm going uh, Evan Ingram 3,500 at Miami who, by the way, is really, really bad at stopping tight ends. They're like the bottom five in the league at stopping tight ends. They are horrible at stopping tight ends. Evan Ingram, six targets last week, five targets the week before. He's starting to – he looks healthy now. They're starting to get him the targets, and I think Miami is one of those situations where – he'll probably end up having a better day because the Giants will most likely have Tony back and they're going to have Galladay. So the defense is not going to key on Evan Ingram. They're going to be keen on those guys. So I actually think Evan Ingram could have – and Glennon, you know, typically is a check-down type quarterback. He likes to throw the ball to the tight ends and the running backs. So I think that uh, Evan Ingram at 3500 is going to pay big dividends at that price. Yeah, no, that's that's good value for Ingram. It's kind of like where he hovers around a lot with DraftKings, though, because, you know, we talked about him before where, like, he'll have a great week and then he'll, like, disappoint you, too. So, um, you know, we've said it before, before, like, grab him when it's low because he can, you know, really out-produce um, that, that uh, price point. Um, so, yeah, definitely good buy at it. He, it can be a disappointing player with the Giants offense, but he is a good player, and I have played him many, many lineups, which I've been disappointed more often than not, but he does have those big games every once in a while, too. So um, I'm not going to, like, hate you on Evan Ingram, but just, like, throw the, those little disclaimers out there with him. Um, my last pick six here is uh, 3,400. Kind of funny. I brought him up earlier in the year. Got a lot of hate. You're right. Threw it in my face. Never wanted to bring him up again. Like, what was I thinking? Uh, switch teams. Like, who is <laughs> who is this guy? I'm never, you know, never gonna bring him up again. But uh, I am. All right. So I'm going Josh Reynolds, 3,400. Oh, uh, <laughs> here it comes, right? Uh, but no, like I, uh, I like Josh Reynolds again for the re- a couple reasons. Is um, there's no way Minnesota loses this game. Like I, <laughs> if 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 the Lions beat the Vikings. 
on Sunday, like you got to think of a, like a dare for me to do or something like there's no way they're losing that. So what that means is like Josh Reynolds is um <laughs> he's like randomly just turn into the, the, the lions number one wide receiver. Cause they have no receivers, true wide, two true wide receivers. And if you remember, right, he played all those years with, uh, with the Rams with Goff. So like Goff feels comfortable with them. You saw it in that Thanksgiving game. He had that touchdown. Um, but he he's leading uh he's leading in targets now as well. Um I like that connection. Like I said, it's almost just like unfortunately, um that's who Goff's gonna have the confidence uh thrown to. Um Minnesota can cover the um tight ends pretty uh pretty good as well. So like Hawkinson may do all right, but um you gotta throw the wide receivers in that game, especially with Swift out. He was also one of the leading receivers on the team. He's gonna be out. So I like uh, I like Josh Reynolds as a very cheap cheap pick here. Um, go ahead with your hate. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm actually not going to hate on this pick. It's because the Lions are going to be playing from behind, and Minnesota's 31st in points allowed in DraftKings to wide receivers. So, if there's ever a week that Josh Reynolds can kind of have a big week. It's against a very porous Vikings defense, right? Mm-hmm. The Vikings, they've been in shootouts all year long. I mean, that's pretty much – at this point, the Vikings' MO is we'll score, but you guys will also score, and uh, <laughs> you guys will score more than us. <laughs> yes, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> and we'll, we'll make all the uh, all the fans, uh, you know, drive home cussing and screaming because right. it's got to be a very frustrating year for Vikings fans because they've been in every game. There's no, there's, every they haven't game. been like uh, they haven't been blown out at all or completely lost no. the game this year, have they? No, it's just because their offense is good enough to keep up. I mean, you got Thielen, you got uh, Jefferson, you got Cook, we got Madison when Cook's out, you you know. Their offense, and they've got a good offensive line. They they got their offense is good enough to keep them in football games. Their defense is just so bad at stopping the pass. And they're they're like uh, Jekyll and Hyde too. Like there's some times where they show up and like are stout defensively, and then other games they're giving up thirty plus points. So so you don't know what you're gonna get with them. <laughs> yeah. So I actually don't mind Reynolds here, especially at thirty four hundred. I mean, he probably. They'll probably have like six catches for like 60 yards and maybe a touchdown, which at that point is like value, big time value. So if he gets you right. 15 points at that price, that's not bad. Um, All right. Be- better than what I was um, um, anticipating with that response. It, eh? <laughs> well, it's because he was playing, he's playing the Vikings. They, yeah. At this point in the year, they can't stop the pass. I mean, it's, right. pretty ob- it's pretty obvious. Every single team they play passes the ball on them. Even yeah. the freaking, even the freaking Bears, right, right, who who have like a quarterback who can't throw at all. <laughs> That's so, true. I mean, at this point, the Vikings can't stop the pass. So, my advice is going to be, you know, for the rest of the year, start wideouts against <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. It's probably not a bad decision. And if you can get one at thirty four hundred, who's trending like the number one wideout, that even makes more sense. So, yeah. I'm not going to ha- I'm not going to ham you on that one. Um, so I do have one honorable mention though. Um, and this one, I'm going to tell everyone to like hammer in their lineups is, uh, Brandon Ayuk of the Niners. He's, he's 5,600. 
So he's a good value play. Debo Samuel is out, right? He's listed as doubtful. Ayuk has been coming on strong the last couple of weeks. The Niners have now gotten healthy, and they look like their offense is now doing what they do. They run the ball with Elijah Mitchell, and then they make teams pay with play action, right? I like Ayuk as a honorable mention this week. I think everyone should consider putting them in their lineups, especially because Debo's out. Yeah, actually, that's funny. I had him in my lineup. I definitely agree with you. Um, if for some reason, um, like Sony Michelle isn't starting, um, I'll probably sub Ayuk in. Um, he actually might be more expensive. Do you remember what he was? Fifty six hundred. Okay, so yeah, a little more than uh, Michelle is, but um, no, I, I like Ayuk. Um, I think I swapped a couple things around um, in my lineup to end up, you know, with what I did. But I originally had Ayuk in there, um, so yeah, definitely good call out adding him as an honorable mention now. So, you know, I like it, especially, like you said, Debo's out. Um, who, let's see, who do the Niners play again? They play the Seahawks. Yeah, there you go. So there you go, Seattle, yeah. That's a so good not, matchup too. Yeah, you're not really worried about that matchup too much either. No, no, you're not. I mean, Niners are trending in the right direction. They've won like two in a row or three in a row now. Oh, yeah. They're definitely They've- a team to worry about. They've gotten healthy, you know. That's kind of uh, – they've got healthy in the right spots. The running game is healthy. The offensive line's healthy. Kittle's healthy. They just lost Devo, but I think Ayo can uh, pull his weight just fine. Right. So He showed it last year. So Yeah, exactly. With Devo hurt. So, yeah. No, good, 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 uh, good call there. And 5,600 is like good me- medium value. You know, he's not too expensive. He's not – too cheap. He's like, if right. you need a guy in that price range, he's a. It's a good guy to throw in there. Look, that was again. that was Rimfro last week. He was fifty six hundred yeah. as well. He got you twenty four points, hundred thirty four yards. So like, that's like that price range. So I I think Ayuk could do something like that as well. And you need those. You need those middle r- price ranges. Every lineup needs it. Like almost every lineup I've ever done needs something in that price range. So that's almost your key. You know, yeah, really, <laughs> really, yeah. Key to win in there. it really is, yeah, because your bullish buys for the most part are going to do what they do. Your pick sixes are kind of rolling the dice, but those middle guys are the ones that you need to hit on. You know, that's actually that's actually the truth, right there. Yep, yep. So, uh, let's get to uh, the under the lights here, Aaron. You can explain that a little bit if you want what that means. All right, yeah, so under the lights, um, that is a captain lineup game in DraftKings. Um, so we either pick, uh, you know, we call it un- under the lights because it's a night game. It's either the Thursday night game, Sunday night game, Monday night game. And then, uh, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. But then we'll, you know, the most important part is getting getting the right captain in your lineup because um, that's obviously going to, you know, be the, the main key to winning money. So we give you, you know, who we think the captain should be in that lineup um, and then, you know, go go from there. You wanna you wanna go over who we who we chose? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had uh, options between Thursday night was the Cowboys versus the Saints. Uh, the Cowboys did not deserve the opportunity for us to talk about them after what they did on Thanksgiving. So <laughs> we went by that. Um, Sunday night we got the Chiefs Broncos. That's actually a really good game. That's a that's a that's that would be a good candidate for under the lights, 
if you didn't have Bill Belichick and the Patriots traveling to Buffalo Monday night, I mean, that is by far the best game on the docket. And that's the game that everyone wants to know. Are the Bills for real? And or are the Patriots for real? Right? You got the Pats who have won six in a row. Six straight. They've beaten, they just beat up on the Tennessee Titans, right? Embarrassed them. And the Bills have kind of been a little wishy-washy, but they took care of business the last last week. And it's I'm curious to watch this game. This game is one that I'm gonna be tuning in and I'm gonna go to work tired on Tuesday. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm watching this whole game. It's this is gonna be a good game. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. You know, we were chatting a little bit before we started the show. Like the the line was like changing, like as we were speaking. It probably still changing. Like there's a lot of activity on it. It's definitely like a, a betters game. You know, uh, I think a lot of you know, I think Vegas seeing a lot of a lot of bets coming in either way. You know, I think this. You know, the spread was three and a half points favored for the Bills. It is in Buffalo. Um, changed to two and a half. Like just in our conversation, I haven't even I haven't checked you know, in the last couple of minutes here, but it, that even probably changed, you know, line, you know, uh, you know, the, the money lines are changing as well. Over unders 43 and a half points. So, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of bets flying out there right now. Um, and rightfully so, cause you know, like you said, it's the mo- one of the most interesting games of the, you know, the week primetime game, um, you know, gotta love that. Uh, you know, you know, we said it this year that it's like, Hey, like the Bills, people were thinking were like Super Dog or Super Bowl favorites. Um, you know, they they've kind of gotten squashed a couple times, or you know, haven't lived up to their those expectations. Opposite for the Patriots, where they're really coming alive. That you know, people were wondering if you know Matt Mac Jones was the right decision, and he's really you know he's probably turning into Rookie of the Year currently. If uh, you know if Chase keeps slowing down as well so yeah definitely a lot of fun stuff going on um you know as far as game flow um you know what what are you thinking there i think i mean i honestly think we kind of talked a little bit before this one um i actually like this as a like this is kind of like a both defenses could have a good day the patriots play a conservative offense right um and the bills have no running game and the Patriots have an elite defense, right? Not that the Bills don't have a good defense because the Bills do have a good defense. It's just the, the Patriots' offense, you don't really need a good defense. They, they kind of play a vanilla offense right now. Um, I actually think this could be one of those, you know, 17 to 10, 20 to 17. It could be a low-scoring affair. Especially in Buffalo, the winter is starting to get us. You don't know what kind of weather you're going to get on a Monday night. It could be cold and chilly and snowy. Um, so that all that lends to, I think, a low-scoring game. And so it could be one of those where I say, hey, start both defenses, right, um, and put one of them as your captain. If you want to go that route, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault anyone for it. Um, I know who I, I'm. I'm actually going with Josh Allen as my captain, though, because I just think this is his time to like step up. Now I could be wrong. 
but I think that Josh Allen is going to get – he's going to have a good day. I think he's going to have a good day. He's not going to go Superman, but I think he could have, like, one of those weird games where he runs for, like, 80 yards. You know what I mean? And he, he kind of throws a couple touchdowns, and the Bills get out of there with a win, like, 21 to 10 or 21 to 13. Um, so I'm, I'm going Josh Allen as my captain. I was between him and Dawson Knox, to be honest. Um, but yeah. I'm going Josh. I'm going Josh Allen with my captain pick. Yeah, no, I think like, I think that's a, probably a good choice. Um, I think you know I was listening to different analysts this year, and like one of the biggest criticisms against Mac Jones is, is like, yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Like he's a, he's a rookie, he hasn't seen that much adverse ad, adversity. Um, but especially in like big games, I mean, he did have the, it is crazy. Everything getting thrown at him this year, you know, he got, you know, all of a sudden we learned Newton got benched this year, right? He has to play Brady. What was that week four? Um, he had the crazy shootout game with the Cowboys. So he actually, had, in my opinion, he actually has had some pretty crazy adversity this year. So, um, but at the same time, uh, we haven't like truly seen him like struggle, like really bad and then still come out with the win. Like you this year on his bad games, they, you know, they start off pretty bad where, you know, the first like three or four losses, he had some pretty bad games. So um, probably want to, you know, see, see more out of him. But yeah, I think that's where you side with um, Alan, like you said. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm still going to go ca- uh, with my captain. I'm going to go like a safe approach with Hunter Henry. Going with, you know, how you said, uh, you know, the Patriots offense has got to be conservative. Henry is their safe play there where, you know, they, they're not going to be like taking shots. Um, he's a red zone threat as well. So if they score, um, you know, I, I feel like he's got a high probability of scoring where um, I'm not so sure that the Patriots can just like run it in once they get in the red zone. I, I think they might need to get creative, throw, you know, get a, a nice little creative play. McDaniels throws to a tight end. Um, so I'm going Henry. Um, I like him as a captain, but I want to get some Bills players in my lineup as well. Yeah, that's not a bad a bad pick, um, considering how the game probably going to work. I mean, you could even go Juno Smith if the prices are similar. I mean, either one of those two guys is going to possibly get some red zone looks. Um, and like I, like I said, the Patriots offense is a very vanilla offense. It's just – what scares me is that Patriots defense. I mean, you watch them; they're like, they're so good. They're so well coached. They just they don't beat themselves ever. They just make right the right decisions like all the time. So, it this has got to be Josh Allen's like coming out party. He's got to like this is the time for him to say nope. The, we are the the new big dogs here in the in the AFC East, and if he struggles. Uh, that that's going to be a problem. But um, I, I think he's going to come through. I think Allen has a good day. And I think that the Bills escape with a narrow victory. They might win by, you know, four to six points. But uh, I think the Bills escape this one with a victory. I do too. You know, yeah, unveiling our predictions there. I, th- I think the Bills squeak away as well. Um, I mean, it might be a different story when they're in Foxborough. I mean, it might be like round two goes to Patriots. But I think first time around, especially for Mac Jones, um, I'm going Bills as well. I think they get game one of this uh, division matchup as well. 
Yeah, so I guess my buy the book for this week, um, my buy the book for this week is going to be Buffalo and the under. I like Buffalo and the under, especially if that line's now under three. I think the Bills cover three. So if the line's two and a half, and uh, more and more people are probably betting on the on the Patriots, so that line's probably going to drop even more. If you want to wait till that thing drops to one, uh, go ahead and bet the Bills in the under. I like the Bills in the under this week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like, um, you know, fun thing uh, on the sports books, they have those same game parlays that are really fun to bet. Um, you know, I like the the Bills to cover the spread, but if you make it like a same game parlay, I'm, I'm going to come up with one here, like just off my head. I'm going to say like Bills covering – Henry scoring a touchdown and uh, maybe pick Allen throwing for two touchdowns. Cause it's cool that DraftKings like you can find all those stats and make it the same game parlay. So I'm going to go bills cover Henry scoring and Allen two touchdowns. Nice. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, Aaron, before we wrap this thing up, any hot takes? Um, I think I'm gonna just gonna double down and say hey that that parlay I just like said off the top of my head I, I feel like uh, I've, I mean it, it wasn't too random because Henry's my um my captain uh, you know we we said that Bills are gonna be covering you know it is gonna be close but it, it did drop under three so I like I like those chances and then um, Alan is your captain so it, it's kind of a mix over what we said so it's not as random as it sounded <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, my hot take for this week is Deshaun Jackson catches two bombs, two touchdowns Ooh. of two touchdowns of 50 yards or more. He's nice. He's going to, he, the Redskins give up big plays down the field. I mean, if you watch the game the other night, Tyler Lockett was about as wide open as they come. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you that Deshaun Jackson could be Tyler Lockett in a race right now. Right. Yeah, they just gotta like <laughs> I don't know. They they just gotta like maybe get a mic in Jackson's helmet for when he catches it, like say, Hey, keep running. No show button, <laughs> score, you know, or <laughs> something like just like please turn it in a touchdown. Yeah, uh that's my call. Two bombs. He's catching two fifty yarders or more this week. All right. I like that. So yeah, maybe get a get a prop in there to say like will Sometimes they have what's the longest catch over 40 yards, say yes. Yeah. Or if you got like a same – it's really – it's cool if you look at those same game uh, parlays. Um, maybe throw that in there too. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, two touchdowns, Jackson, two touchdowns. I like that. There you go. There you go. That's yeah, okay. try that. And then also, everyone, don't forget, Big Ten Championship this Saturday night at 8 p.m., the Michigan Wolverines, my Michigan Wolverines, are going to finally break the curse. They're going to beat up on the Iowa Hawkeyes this Saturday night, and they're going to punch their ticket to the college playoff. Yeah, that's you know that's big. I think we ought to we have my we we got to do something because you know obviously I'm from Iowa, you like Michigan, so we we definitely got to come up with, with something to do um, for sure. So uh, you know I'll be watching, you'll be watching, but. It is cool that our teams are, are facing off in the, the championship. So, yeah, you know, go go Hawks over that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to do a live. Might have to do a live for that. Yeah, game. maybe we'll go live. Uh, that's we'll actually a good segue. Great segue. Um, you know, we're going to 
when I go traditionally Saturday nights, uh, wait, wait, what night is the Big Ten? Saturday night, 8 p.m. It's Saturday. Okay, perfect. Works out. So maybe we even do a extra long live. Might watch it and then do some. Uh, you know, we'll definitely be live on our um, page. We we did it last week a little bit more of a private audience just to make sure we worked out the kinks with it. Um, hey, we actually got some feedback, you know, from a listener that came in uh, once a month. I think 150% of what they put in said the feedback we got. So um, that's pretty neat right off of our live stream. So um, if you haven't liked us on Facebook, go ahead and do it because we are – Going to start doing that Saturday nights. Give you give you something to tune into. Um, you know, you can bring in your question. You know, sit starts for fantasy. You got a fantasy league you want to talk about? More DraftKings questions. You know, we'll answer it all. Spreads, bets, all that stuff. Be fun uh, to talk about all that. So um, definitely tune in and look out. Look out for those streams. Yeah, for sure. And uh. We'll uh, we'll definitely do the live Saturday night, eight p.m. We'll do we'll, uh, watch the Michigan Wolverines bludgeon the Iowa Hawkeyes, <laughs> and then uh, then we can just make fun of Aaron for the rest of the night. So that's, that's that's what the game plan will be. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll see some start and sits. Um, you know, any questions? Anyone wants to chime in with questions? We'll we'll, we'll be available to answer. You know, if you got any. Fantasy questions, dynasty football questions. Me and Aaron are both in dynasty leagues as well. Um, we have uh, took tanking to a whole nother level. <laughs> you know, uh, we've been guaranteeing ourselves the number one pick next year, which is a whole nother thing. We'll talk about dynasty. Yeah, we just won the toilet. We won like the season yeah. toilet bowl. <laughs> we so, did. We, we, uh, our biggest competitor, biggest loser game uh, we, we we lost that so we're definitely happy about that yeah i think someone in our league said it's funny how the guys who are tanking take such pride in, in making sure they lose games more so than the guys who are trying to actually make the playoff <laughs> exactly it's sometimes more challenging like yeah definitely. we were like the third highest uh score in week once we we hated it you know it was like when stevenson yeah. went off you know so there definitely some fun conversations you know talking dynasty and now, if you don't know what tanking is, definitely perfect time to ask it on our live stream, and we'll you know we'll talk about it too. Say you know, yeah. If you don't even know what dynasty is, like we'll talk that you know because dynasty is like I think once you get into dynasty football, you will never do redraft again. Yeah, um, yeah. You oh. you'll stop caring about redraft for sure. So that's also you know we talked about in other episodes. We, we're definitely going to talk about dynasty in the NFL offseason. Obviously, talking other sports as well, but. You know, we're kind of a pro football podcast where I think we're still going to center around Dynasty in the offseason. But, yeah, um, definitely interested in, uh, you know, having some feedback with it. But we also want to spread the word because, like, we're literally obsessed. Obviously, we made a whole podcast about football, too. But, yeah, Dynasty football, like, takes up, you know, a good, like, third of our lives as well. Yeah, and uh, on the live stream, you got any sports questions? You know, you can feel free to ask them. Like, I'm a big time UFC head. I've been to like four fights in Vegas, and I I set uh, UFC lineups every single week. Every week, I set DraftKings UFC lineups. So, if you want to just ask us a UFC DraftKings question, feel free to chime in because I'll definitely help you out with those too. Because I think I'm always sending Aaron screenshots of my 
my UFC how I'm doing on my UFC. Oh, yeah. I usually I usually do really well on UFC. So. He does. I definitely can uh, agree to that. And Saturday's the perfect day. You know, those are the UFC fight nights. So yeah, the perfect fight's day to Saturday. tune in for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, everyone. All right, adios. Peace. They're calling you guys that you guys don't have a very good offense. That Muskegon team, they're fired up. What do you say to them? We have a good offense. We're ready. We're ready to go out there and hit them. Every play. Right now, baby.